0: Hi, welcome back to the Teams Insider podcast. In this show, I talked to Bantana Thomas about what's gone with Teams Phone Mobile in 2023 and what we can expect in 2024. Thanks everybody for the support this year and many thanks to Lou Ware, the supporter for this podcast. And if you're watching this at time of release, I hope you have a happy holidays. On with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Excited for this one. Uh, whenever we have Vandana on and we get into Teams phone mobile, we always get loads of views and loads of interest because it's clearly a hot topic. So, Vandana, welcome to the show. For those that don't know, you could just give us a brief intro of your role.
1: Yes. So, hey, So, I'm Vandana Thomas. I am in our calling and operator integrations team. Uh, I'm a group product manager there. And my role is to make sure that we have a very strong mobility strategy for TeamStone. So I work with me and my team, we work with operators across the world to bring uh, a mobility strategy that works both for the operators and us.
0: Awesome. I think you work in one of the most interesting and potentially disruptive areas of Teams in that bringing, bringing mobile and UCAS together, which obviously we've had FMC for for years, but this is a new approach to this this is like properly tied into the platform not just forking or it's in ringing so it's really exciting can we talk about it's been in market for a year now can we talk about where we are in terms of operators and coverage
1: yes i'm really excited we we now are in nine countries nine different countries we still have just six operators we've we've been able to leverage some of our operator partnerships to launch in multiple geos, which was very nice. So our latest has been Telia in Norway and just we just launched Liechtenstein. I can never pronounce
0: that. (laughs) I feel like only locals can pronounce that properly. (laughs)
1: Yeah, let me go over the ones that we are launched in. So we are right now, of course, we launched with Rogers in Canada and Telia in Sweden first a year ago. Then Verizon in the US, DT, a Deutsche Telekom in Germany, T Mobile Germany. Then we came with Com in Switzerland, then British Telecom in the UK. Yeah, we finally and- got
0: bt in the uk i was waiting on that one <laughs>
1: yes you've been made the, I, and you are on teams one mobile now are you yeah and i got you, some sims from bt kindly
0: it. yeah but yeah,
1: he's yeah. me for sims to go on. I know, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: give a lot of credit to both bt and deutsche <laughs> Telekom. both of them turned up sims from east test which was kind of them.
1: yeah so then we have telia denmark telia norway and then we've signed a whole bunch of contracts for next year we will see at least another 10 markets come alive next next year we've also recognized this thing that oftentimes op- uh, customers want choice within within the same com- uh, 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 you know country so let's say you have the us verizon but if you go to any large enterprise they have mobile contracts with all three large operators yeah. here which is t mobile ATT and verizon so uh, it's similar everywhere, right? We will be coming in UK with another two, two more operators very soon.
0: Yeah and, make, so, uh, and I think like obviously for the operators, it's great to have a period of exclusivity, starts to give them some a jump start on their investment from a customer's yeah. perspective. If I'm going down the Teamstone mobile route, even if I love the operator that's got it, It's nice to know that in 12 months when I contractually renew, I've got an option because otherwise I get addicted to the product and I'm like, I'm potentially stuck on that operator. So yeah, I I think inevitably having choices is going to be great.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. But yeah, we are very excited. What I love is almost maybe a year or two ago, we had to work with operators a lot trying to get the business case understood by operators. But as more and more operators are rolling out 5G, and as I think we're going to have something like 1 billion smartphones on 5G by the end of 2023, which is almost here. That's what I saw in the Ericsson Mobility Report, which is Hmm. huge, right? Which if you look at it, that's just 5G. But if you look at the entire set of mobility smartphones out there. There are close to six billion more smartphones out there, which are yeah,
0: it dwarfs computers, it dwarfs laptops, it dwarfs like M three six five users. That's the primary device for a lot of people often.
1: Yes, it's now very clear to the operators that to differentiate their offers, they do need to work with the hyperscalers, the collaboration services providers like us, and. There are so many future use cases. AI, think about that, like how much investment everybody has to do to come to par with what we've already accomplished. It's now, I think, a slam dunk. The elites, we were at this point of time that operators and customers must understand that a mobile calling experience or a mobile experience that, you thought was stable stakes today is just a voice immersive experience. But wow. as you go into the future, you want much more productivity coming for your road warriors and for yeah. the other mobile workers. Let's, so let's talk I about
0: AI cool. because obviously Copilot and AI is like the, the thing of 2023 and definitely the thing inside Microsoft. Like yeah. we've got Copilot now on Teams phone and, across channels and chat and everything else as well i think copilot on teams mobile is really interesting and what what i want to see in an ideal world and you can tell me if this is you know now or futures is i want copilot always on my mobile because i want to be on the road in the car and safe in the knowledge that it's all being transcribed and i can go and check out the transcript and kind of ask copilot what the key points were afterwards i don't think we're quite there yet with it always on because there's that kind of privacy counter. But where are we with that?
1: Yes, it's very exciting. And at Ignite, we announced Teams Phone with a co-pilot capabilities. So the, the wonderful thing is everything that comes to Teams Phone also comes to Teams Phone Mobile, right? And the only additional endpoint that we have to be very conscious and mindful of is the mobile native dialer endpoint. Like, yeah. It doesn't work right now with the native dialer endpoint, but the user has the ability to uplift to a Teams call and then it would be available in a Teams call. That's the current experience. Yeah, but which kind of makes nothing.
0: sense because they have to, even on Teams phone, on uh, line or SIP, you, you have to invoke Copilot right now. It's not auto-on. I guess if you had third-party like a compliance tooling type recording, that would be a different conversation because they'd be compliance recording the call from an AI perspective. But with Copilot, it's uh, the pitch is your personal system, right? So you have to invoke it.
1: Yeah, no, indeed. So what, uh, What? at least you touched upon a very important thing there, right? Like when you're talking AI, it's a multi-faceted conundrum that you everybody faces on... How much to listen, get all this information and data to help you get more productive and better at your job versus how much do you not want to share? Where do you draw the line? Right. And to me, it is very simple. It's, it's, it should be a choice for someone, right? Like that. It, you have to opt in for that, maybe even on a per call basis, you need to be able to turn it on and off, and, right? <laughs> now, of course, there are there will be company situations that demand that it's on all the time, in which case, you have to be very conscious as a user of the product that Yeah,
0: like we do in FinServe today with recording, financial like, like, like they know their calls are recorded, everything is recorded, that's part Perfect. of the gig.
1: But for everybody else, and this is something I think I've been passionate about from the beginning, when from the first line that was written on this was, it would be user behavior centric. It would be a choice for you, how you do it. And whether you want the call on your native diner, whether you want the call in teams, whether you want a combination, these are all personal choices, oftentimes, assuming, of course, The company allows it. Yeah. But it is a company provided number. And let's look at some of the co pilot use cases for Teams for mobile, right? For me, I think it's a big hero use case. A mobile worker is like one of the hero personas for a co pilot like calling situation. Yeah. Because the mobile worker is always on the road. Let's say I'm a technician, I'm on the road and I'm getting to go to someone's, to my appointment, next appointment. And I find that a part hasn't arrived or the user, the client needs a rescheduling or a certain work order needs to be put in the system. And though sometimes the client's giving me a lot of instructions that I'm not able to process as yeah, I Yeah.
0: You're getting like, particularly field workers, you're getting a ton of detail from the end Customer, whoever that may be, usually over the phone, and and, and yeah. usually like they're rattling through it, and you're doing what five, six, seven, eight, maybe more than that jobs a day. Like yeah. having a having a an AI or a copilot that has your back on. Here's the key points that were just parodied at you in sixty seconds. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, how many times have you had this wish? I hope I had an assistant in this card taking mm. and putting you know, them into the systems. But think of the world. Where I've had that discussion, and I'm saying, "Hey, hold on, let me turn Copilot on so that I can have my assistant take notes." Yeah, and the yeah. assistant. So you turned it on, will the assistant takes notes, and if there are notes in there that says a purchase order needs to be created. It connects me to my service now tool, not that service now is the only tool, but, an no, example. but
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you, it, it populates all the information that you've taken in. The link comes back both to the customer, the client, and you confirm that this is indeed the agreement. Submit it, sign the docu sign, be done with him. Think about that. Like you did it all while driving. Yeah. The other example is scheduling conflicts okay like all right this is not working today i have today there is something happening i can't you can't i can't have you come over and then i then as a technician gets this opportunity to say okay let's reschedule i don't have visibility into my calendar
0: the ai gets it he knows who the caller is it says okay reschedule i'll send you an sms or an email as a customer the technician's out now because it's not even their job anymore it's just going back to the scheduling system but they don't have to then talk back to head office to be like oh you need to reschedule this thing yeah
1: indeed so that it's just the tip of the iceberg i think there's so much to be unpacked here Mm. and i love that the operators are leaning on us to solve some of these and i love that we chose the path of integrating deeply with them so that a lot of information can be exchanged securely without breaking customer trust and the security and that's that to me is great and customer choice
0: makes sense copilot's very new let's put it back to today it's in market what are you who are the use cases you're seeing this with is it for everybody? Is it mainly frontline? Is it knowledge worker? What are you seeing work well today?
1: Yeah, it's it's been an interesting mix. I, I was telling somebody the other day, there isn't a bad fit for this. If you have a corporate provided number today, there isn't a bad fit for Teams for mobile. But at the same time, if it's someone like me, even like I am, I'm a knowledge worker, I have most of my calls I was scheduled. I hardly have unscheduled calls, right? Yeah. And I must get like maybe one PSTN call a day. <laughs> not more than that. And sometimes it's a telemarketer. It's, so I'm not the prime use case. I'm not the hero persona. But what I love for my knowledge worker hybrid working thing is I keep going back and forth to work. So for me being able to have any of my mobile calls all come in one place, Yeah. Is helpful. I'm sitting with my headphones most of the time. Everything is on my laptop it helps me that i'm not having to touch this brick yeah again. Your,
0: your your call history yeah. there your voicemail yeah. there so just See. for the convenience sake of that and uh and, and yeah but
1: i'm not the really the hero person i'm like the nice to have so maybe my company might not really say hey should i pay four dollars or five dollars more than what i'm already paying for yeah I mean, and, I, right? and that's
0: an interesting consideration right is that at the moment the operators are all charging dollars uplift on their plan depends on who the operator is depends on what your deal is. But right now, your accounting team has to justify, I could get fixed line for x or TPM for y. My suspicion is, as more operators get into market, that will become more commoditized. Right now, it's a premium feature. But we know how things go in mobile telco, everything starts, we used to pay 10 pence or x cents per dollar for an SMS. And now that's commodity. So on some timeline, Mm -hmm. I imagine they'll get More of
1: So, um, going back to the question, who we see the most, the biggest upstate, we have large beverage companies that are on the platform. We have automobile companies on the platform, trucking companies on the platform. We have a lot of like grocery chains on the platform who are retail workers. It's an FSI, of course, is yeah. FSI is the one. slam
0: dunk because of the recording scenario, right? But just makes so, sense. Um,
1: to me, I look at I look at this as people who have largely mobile workforce it doesn't matter what type of company it has been. The mix has been all over the place, right? It's just that who sees most value for this is people who have mobile workers that are largely like the travel consultants, the sales consultants, the account managers. Sales is a great uh, organization. Uh, Financial consultants are a great organization. Like Just people like large consulting companies. There's a really large consulting company on this right now, and they're willing to move it to as many areas, as many geographies that this would be available. But their consultants are traveling all the time. So they need, they have mobile numbers and mobile devices bought for them. Yeah. Then uh, delivery drivers and like for bottling companies, et cetera, that has has been a good use case. Banks are not just financial, like financial, yes, but wealth management companies, banks. And the other is like very state and local departments. They're like, they're very interested in this and this especially is very um, curious in canada and in in the us there's a lot of state and local bodies uh, organizations that want to do this
0: interesting i guess it's worth yeah. calling out for those listening to this show is it's not that you have to buy it for everybody scenario. you can mix and match on a per user basis between mm-hmm. operator connect right routing much recording plans and team so mobile so as you said earlier it might just be field sales it might be the delivery drivers, you could have the rest yes. of Teams be on, I, I don't know, what we even call it a mobile, like fixed line and, and and a subset on TPM.
1: Absolutely. And that's such an important point to call out, Tom, right? You have a portfolio of Teams phone product types that your company can leverage. You don't have to have the same type for everybody in your organization. Yeah. You, we have four main products the calling plans, the direct routing, operator connect, and Teams for mobile. All four of these can be in your company. And we are also looking for ways, as you might have heard, we have this whole private line and then we have the shared calling and also yeah. like multiple numbers uh, that are that's going to come soon. So we, we recognize that even though we talked about single mobile provi- uh, business provided numbers, mobile numbers, And we were always one team's phone number. We we recognize there are several geographies, several use cases where people need two numbers, or at least and I the great thing is there is all types available to you. You want one on one fixed line and a mobile number per person. Great, we'll have a solution for that. You wanna have a mobile number for 10 of you and but have one private line that is shared between um, the 10 of you or not, I would like, but a shared number between you. We have all kinds. And one, if you need a private line, that's just for specific use cases. That's cool too. Yeah. So, so we're inheriting there's...
0: some of those Teams phone routing capabilities, number number presentation capabilities, because it's routing through Teams, we're getting those benefits on the mobile native dialer endpoint.
1: Automatically, and I, I think I've talked to you about this previously, right? If you think about how much innovation there has been in voice calling over the last, I don't know,
0: two, <laughs> 100 <many> years,
1: Walty <laughs> so, was the best thing that IMS was the best thing that happened. But uh, after that, what, right? But mm-hmm. if you think about just tying, if you today have a mobile number, and if you just think about How much more just keeps coming to you just by whatever it might be. It's a $2 up charge. I don't know what you will negotiate between the operator and and Microsoft. It's a gift that keeps giving. The value is just keeping on increasing. It's like you, you invest in it once, start training your users to get used to your number now living in the cloud, in a collaboration cloud, and yeah. then realize every new benefit that comes. Let's, I'll, I'll give you an example, which is so fantastic, which I learned recently. I not learned recently, but it dawned upon me recently, right, that we always tooted about the voltage and the quality of service you get from being on a cellular call while you are in the while you are yeah. out, out and about. And after 10s, people came back and told us, but it is very noisy. I like the fact that when I'm on teens, there's good noise cancellation, right? Now, think how much of that has been amped up with what we announced at Ignite recently with voice isolation. We're training. You, We are training to isolate your voice, In yeah. that way it's such a good immersive experience, such a distraction-free experience. Don't have to hear the dog barking in the back, don't have to hear the children yelling, don't have to hear the soccer cheers in the back. Yeah, so again,
0: we're going to inherit some of those platform benefits exactly. on the phone call. Yeah. yeah that's exciting the
1: other one that really excited me was like the prioritized voicemail notification if you're expecting a call and it goes to voicemail and it's now available as a secure pri- uh, prioritized notification that you can view and review it, it's it's so much more than just using your regular voicemail, check voicemail.
0: My, i never check my or sending a voicemail, I don't know why, but it's just not part of my workflow. It's, like, it's just it's not a thing.
1: <laughs> it's it's so funny. I won't. I I cannot tell you how many discussions, how many meetings, and how many calls have I had to have with every operator that comes on board, um, talking about voicemail and about customers talking about voicemail, and I'm like, here's. A benefit that you're getting the works with the voicemail on Teams, voicemail, to email, the transcriptions, the security, yeah. the arm lengths, everything. Just you don't even have to buy an extra socket for that. It's available. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, the, uh, we called it the protected voicemail. I think is the the yeah the feature. Yeah.
0: Cool. As, as we wrap up, because time flies as always, is there anything into 2024 that you can share with us? There's some market expansion. What else are you thinking about as far as Teamstone Mobile goes?
1: Of course, the geo expansion is a big one. We definitely yeah. will go to hopefully double the markets that we support right now, next year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's exciting,
0: basically.
1: yeah. Messaging has been... One that has been very interesting that everybody says that hey, we would adopt the product if he also had messaging.
0: Yeah. I, think I mean that's the thing, some really of some of the other UCAS platforms have that native SMS. It's interesting because Microsoft have got it in ACS, got the kind of it's, the, the infrastructure yeah. pieces there, so that'll be interesting.
1: But the one nuance I'd like to call out there is as we teased this apart a lot, the more right. interesting use case there was the archival of the SMS.
0: Right. So yeah, taking that into so, the same archival system as the rest of Microsoft.
1: Yeah. So the win here already with Teams Phone Mobile is if you have a Teams phone number mobile number, you can send and receive messages through your native. It cannot be archived right now until unless you have an archival yeah. arrangement with the operator. So we're thinking of prioritizing that aspect first because that really will unblock a lot of the FSI use cases. The BYOD experience, which it's already there We you can bring your own device, your own personal device and put this as the second SIM or the first SIM or like your eSIM. It doesn't matter. It already is there, but we're definitely working with operators and OEMs to make this experience better. Yeah. I think uh, and was, is that,
0: that ultimately comes down to if the operator wants to offer that combination of SIM only, eSIM, physical SIM. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Because... Oftentimes, if you've seen all the BYOD products there that, that are in the market today, if I have a T-Mobile device uh, and I have a Verizon corporate number, then I have to work with T-Mobile to unlock my yeah. device before I can put the verizon number on it
0: yeah it's a little so bit different in europe we tend to be more or less unlocked by default now but it's a lot loads yeah. different in each country isn't it
1: yeah so in the u.s and the and some other parts that's still a problem but that's one and then also having like dual radio and making sure that i'm on a personal call but not missing my business call because my radio is busy on
0: my personal
1: (laughs) call. So then your protected voicemail will help. And then some things that we are very excited about is like all these advanced mobility use cases, the enhanced AI experiences that I talked about. Those are things, all of these uh, Ignite announcements, just making sure that they seamlessly work with the native dialer is one area of focus that we'll have. Then the other one is like 5G and the quality of service promise and how the operators are working with us on making sure we, we bring that onto teams as well. So so that's another exciting one, leveraging slicing and QoS boosts and things like that would be would we think
0: that awesome it's gonna be an exciting year then i'll be keeping a close eye on it particularly the market coverage because that's really interesting to see, see how yeah. that comes along but uh, yeah thanks for taking the time to share with us always good to get your view of the world as well I appreciate it and uh, no doubt we'll have you b- back again maybe mid next year and we'll see where we are with with coverage and ai that would be good
1: awesome yeah thank you it's always a pleasure tom talking to you 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 get this product you've tried this product and i i I love all the love you give this product. So, thank you very much for that. And happy holidays.
0: Yeah, thanks, Adela. Happy holidays.